This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Coming up next segment, we are going to be running through a mock draft simulation. So we've got the mock draft machine up here from the draft network. And we're going to just, we're going to play the thing up. We're, we're, we're going to take some, we're, we're, we're going to have the simulation go through, pick one all the way up to 26. And then Brian and I will we'll have to decide at certain points. Do we want to go move up? Do we want to stand pat? Do we want to maybe trade back a little bit? So we'll go through that simulation next segment and uh, do our best to get Bijan Robinson in a Cowboys uniform. You, you all for that, Brian? Oh, you know me. I'm always for that. But I, I don't know if everyone else is for that. Well, you know, let, let's just I, say, and, and we're about to be joined by Jim Nagy from the Senior Bowl. Before we do that, I, I got to ask you, uh, you, even though B. John Robinson is your third overall player, yeah. you would not trade up for him, right? Well, with the way you would that, just stand and let I, it play I would stand out. and let it play. I really would. I'd stand and let this thing play and then, you know, see if because there's a possibility. There's a possibility that he, you know, could get there. I, I mentioned you're going to have to walk the minefield, but there's the, the the reason I think I would stay is because of the depth of the running back is why I would stay. We are joined now by the Reese's Senior Bowl Executive Director Jim Nagy, one of the absolute best social media follows this time of year. Uh, joining us here on Love the Star with myself, Bobby Belt, and Brian Broaddus. Jim, how are you doing today, man? Bobby, I'm doing great. Brian, how are you, man? Doing well, man. You've got to throw in there multiple Super Bowl winning scouts. Yes, he is too. that. He, yeah. he he is absolutely that. He's he's got a, a few rings there. In fact, we were we were figuring it out before the uh, before the show. Jim, you were a PR intern in Green Bay in 1996. I I was. That, that was uh, Brian. Brian will tell you. Brian yeah. will tell you, man. When I was, when I was coming out of college, um, there weren't scouting internships there was no. no like foot in the door there was no foot in the door in a, in a scouting department yeah. so uh i did my research and I, I found out that was the way in so yeah i i uh, did it the old-fashioned way i sent resumes and cover letters to all 32 teams and um thank god the packers were the only team that called and i i ended up there for a, a pretty magical year but uh yeah that seems like a lifetime ago it, it, yeah it does I, I every i every time i think about when they says like you know winning a super bowl and all that i'm like you know, it was one of those times where I looked like the the highlights. It wasn't even like you know the HD TV and stuff. Now it's like you know it's like this grainy bad video and stuff. But uh, Jim, hey, great job as always on the Senior Bowl. The the talent that you and your staff put together there. As as you're following the song, and I know you talk to a lot of scouts and a lot of personnel directors, general managers, and stuff like that. What's their biggest concern going into this draft right now? You know, I, I would just say the biggest thing is the lack of like talent up top. Um, you know, I think there's there, there's you know the the pretty much the prevailing feeling in the league right now is that outside of the 
you know, you take the quarterbacks out of the equation, like how many real blue chip players are there at, at, at other positions? Uh, but there's good depth. You know, there is good depth. I think, you know, I, the sweet spot for this draft is like rounds, rounds three through five. Um, I think you can, I mean, the tight end position, the running back position, um, there's some, you know, offensive lines shaped up to be a better, better class than, than what people thought maybe coming into the fall. Um, that, that group's really shaped up, but yeah, just, you know, if, if, if you're looking, you know, those teams drafting up high, especially you got teams like Seattle with a couple first round picks, those teams with two ones, um, there's just there's not a lot of you know blue chip talent like cornerstone franchise talent in this year's draft. When you say the sweet spot is rounds three through five, I remember we uh, we were saying similar things last year too. Do you think that this is just going to be the case for the next couple of years, just with these these COVID seniors, these super seniors who are hanging around for a while? That that extra year of eligibility is just going to cause for some some really deep classes. It, you know, it certainly has. I mean, we've seen that. So, you know, I just you just bring it back to what we do at the Senior Bowl. And in the first couple of years I was I was there, um, we went into the fall with about 500 names on the board after doing all our work in the spring and the summer on uh, the upcoming class. And then coming out of COVID, that COVID year with the, with the extra COVID seniors, it, it swelled to about 700. Uh, you know, and, and this year those numbers were back down. I'll be curious to see where we're at this summer. Um, if those things have leveled off, and then and then also the the uh, NIL stuff has really helped in terms of you know keeping guys in school too. So that's that's added to it a little bit. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what the reason for it's been. It just seems like a couple of down years when we're talking about you know that that those like I said those those blue chip players. One of the teams I know you scouted for the Seattle Seahawks, and uh, you were there at the same time that Dan Quinn was. Uh, and and Dan Quinn, uh, Cowboys fans have been such big fans of his. And one of the guys we're hearing that Dan Quinn is a big fan of is somebody who had a really great week with you guys down in Mobile, and that's Will McDonald, uh, the edge rusher from Iowa State. Uh, we, we've heard some some buzz there that he could be in play for the Cowboys at 26. W- give us your thumbnail scouting report, your kind of overview of, of what kind of a player Will McDonald is. Well, if he's, if he's still there at 26, he better be in play. I'll say that. I don't <laughs> I don't think I don't think he's getting the 26, um, but you know he he's a guy that he's gained momentum through the through the process for a couple reasons. You know, one, you know, at the Senior Bowl, he played more outside linebacker, more more he did a lot more standing up than he did at Iowa State. Um, that's that's the impressive thing of what he did at Iowa State. I and mean, we're talking about a guy that's got 30 some career sacks at the college level. I mean, he, he basically played like a four eye five technique where he was really tied tight to a tackle. They never really never really let him line up wide and let him rip, you know, I mean, the guy's so athletic and bendy off the edge. Um, so just seeing him play in space and seeing him play on his feet has helped him, you know, coming out of our week, the fact that he's gained some weight um, through the process and gotten into the two forties, I think teams are seeing, okay, well, you know, we can get this guy to two fifty or wherever we need to get him. Um, but I was talking to a head coach at a pro day um, who had just been at Will's pro day the day before. And, 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 you know, he's like, Jim, he's like, you know, he's a little under bulked. Um, but he plays with such bend and such natural leverage that, that he doesn't play small. Like, you don't see the guy get bounced around a ton. So uh, just in terms of high-end pass rusher, um, athletic ability, 6'9", high jumper coming out of high school, uh, there's just so much there. There's so much there. There's, and, and there's production on paper um, in a scheme where he really wasn't schemed to have production. Um, so there's a lot to like, man. I'm surprised it's taken this, it's taken this full process for Will to be kind of a – you know, a name first round pick and you shoot credit Mel Kuyper. I think Mel's the first one that threw him up there. Mel threw him up there at like number eight overall yeah. about a month, about a month ago. And, uh, you know, so yeah, I, I don't think he gets, I don't think he gets to 26, but if he is, man, he'd look good in the Dallas Cowboy helmet. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. It's, you know, we always, as we go through this, this process, and, and you, know, you guys do a great job of studying these players and putting your own boards together very, very early. Where are the media scouts behind where the, the NFL scouts are? Where, where are they... Is there a player or two that you're like, you know, and you just mentioned McDonald, but is there somebody else, a couple other players that like media scouts are not on top of this guy like they should be where the NFL scouts are saying, no, no, this guy's going to go a lot higher than where they have him. Um, you know, I'm going to steal something off Twitter this morning. Brian is, is uh, from, from Daniel Jeremiah. A um, couple of the wide receivers. That's where I think the media scouts were, um, we're, we're off a little bit was this year's receiver group. You know, sure. there's just, there's too, too many guys in the one seventies, too many guys that are five, eight, five, nine. Like that's not where you want to be. If you're drafting a first round wide receiver, no. um, you know, you just, that's not, that's not where you want to live. And, and I get it that we've had a couple we're coming up a couple really loaded receiver classes. So we've, we've had, you know, five, six, seven receivers go early. So maybe they're trying to force guys up there just based off the last couple of years, but they don't really fit. And, and, you know, one guy that's really climbed out of our game is Jonathan Mingo. Um, I really got it started to get a sense of that on the pro day circuit, talking to wide receivers coaches. He was the guy that, that they were really excited about. I mean, you're talking about a six two, two 220 pound guy that runs in the mid four fours, um, really springy, bouncy athlete uh, can get open. I mean, he, he's got all that stuff. And then, you know, there's a pretty good pedigree leaving, leaving Oxford right now with, with guys like AJ Brown and DK Metcalf. Um, so he's been he's been a good riser, and then the other guy that DJ mentioned too is Cedric Tillman from Tennessee. Um, to me, he's I mean the fact that we're talking about Jalen Hyde in the first round. To me, Cedric Tillman's easily the best receiver on that football team. Um, he was our he was our highest graded senior receiver coming into the fall. Um, I went up there to, to Knoxville to speak to the team, and and uh, he was my first priority um, in terms you know they're like what what guys do you want to talk to after you're done talking to the team and and uh, above Hendon Hooker above Byron Young who's going to be probably a, a second or third round edge player um, it was Cedric Tillman and he you know he he missed a bunch of the season because of injury um, but he's a, he's a big receiver that can get open he can run after the catch and we've had a bunch of good Tennessee receivers um, in the Senior Bowl Josh Palmer Juwan Jennings. Um, Bayless Jones. Um, I thought Cedric was going to be the next in line, and and he just couldn't make it to the game because of a foot injury. But man, he's a talented guy. So I think those are those are a couple guys right now that it, it that uh, you know you, you see the media maybe coming around to a little bit just because there's 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 more buzz coming out of the league right now about those guys. Joined with uh, by, joined by Jim Nagy, executive director of the the Senior Bowl, one of the best All Star games you'll ever go to. The way Jim and his staff put together, it's it's a scout's dream for sure. Jimmy, uh, the when you look at these quarterbacks, and I'm not talking about Young and Stroud and Levis, and maybe not even Richardson, the Cowboys have kind of made it known that they would look at maybe one in the middle of this draft. You mentioned Hendon Hooker, probably going to go a lot higher than maybe what the Cowboys were going to uh, are, are willing to do. How do you kind of handicap uh, the O'Connells and the Toons and guys like that? 
Yeah, um, there is going to be. There's going to be a run there, I think, early day three on some of these guys. I think we're going to see a little bit of a – I mean, if Hendon goes in the first, like a, like some people are saying now, I think you're going to see you're going to see about a two-round two gap. Um, I don't think you're going to see anyone really go in the second or third. I think a, a lot of teams are going to wait till that fourth, fifth-round area uh, where we saw like Bailey Zappi and Sam Howell come off the board last year. And you're, you're looking at like Fresno's Jake Hayner. Um, who I think you talk to guys in the league. There's a lot of people that think Jake's going to be going to be a starting level player in the league. He's just, he's, you know, whatever word you want to attach to it, moxie, what have you. I mean, the guy plays the position at a really high level. He's played a bunch of ball. I think when you look at this year's class, um, everyone's trying to like learn their mistakes, kind of self scout themselves. Why they missed on Brock Purdy a year ago? I mean, think about it. He's, he was Mister Irrelevant, you know. And and you know, and then I think what that. It's not a physical tools thing because Brock is pretty average in those areas. I think what where people feel like they missed the boat the most was was the game reps um, and all the experience. So you look at like J.K. Hayner at Fresno, um, Clayton Tune at Houston, Max Duggan at TCU, uh, even like DTR um, at UCLA. I mean, there's a right. bunch of guys that have played a bunch of college football. And Brian, you, as you know, man, like back in the day. You used to be able to develop that position. Oh yeah. You, know, yeah, you didn't have you didn't have to you didn't have to force him on the field. I mean, you could carry a guy for a couple of years and and really get him ready. Like it's not it's not like that anymore. These guys are getting forced out on the field. It's not a developmental league, so they better come into the league with a lot of reps. And that's to me that's like flipping back to Anthony Richardson. I love the guy's physical talent. There's no way you can't if you ever like get in front of this guy and watch him throw a football. Um, but 13 starts is a scary proposition. Like when is he get when is he going to learn? When is he going to get those valuable? Yeah game reps and I, I think that you know the, the down in your just down in your state you know the tunes the duggins i mean those guys have, have played a ton uh ton of college football and, and i think that's when teams are going to start targeting those guys early day three jim when we talk about uh like brian had mentioned earlier guys that maybe the media has been a little bit slower on one of those guys i i think I've gotten a sense of in the last couple of weeks just when you talk to people around the league is another senior bowl participant has the media still been too slow to come around on Northwestern's Tommy Atabari? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, I mean, again, it's all like the group think thing, right? I mean, sure. we, yeah. we, we got now that we have all the data in, like, why aren't we reacting more to the data? Especially like, especially with the underclassmen, like we had verified measurables on majority, this majority of the senior class coming into the year, but uh, like Tommy was a junior. I mean, at, at his time away, he, he had another year at Northwestern. Um, you know, I, I had to call Pat Fitzgerald about him before we, we sent him the invite. I'm like, you know, what's he going to do? You know, like I, we never want to send an invite to a kid that, you know, we, we, you know, that might have another year and go back. That's what's made this whole, you know, COVID stuff de- delicate because we've sent senior bowl invites and I get calls from head coaches like, Hey Jim, we're trying to keep this guy in another year. Yeah. So, you know, Again, we, we've got to revisit the junior class that we, we a lot of us just like threw up there at the top of the draft. And now that they're, they're verified measurables and testing stuff is coming back pretty average. Um, those guys got you got to push those guys down now that we have the information. And a guy like Atatamiwa, like he's got rare stuff. Like you don't just throw the word rare around, but like everyone's on collage. You can't see because, every, you know, Aaron, Aaron Donald 2.0, you know, just the whole Pittsburgh defensive tackle thing. And yeah, he's a, he's a dynamic player on college tape. But you know he ran what four six two at the combine. At a time it was four four nine. Mm-hmm. Um, Canty's arms are under thirty two inches. At a time it was our thirty four. Um, you know, and again, the only tape that really matters. And I, I, I this sounds really self serving, and I, I don't mean to. I don't mean it to sound this way at all. <laughs> um, but the only tape that really matters is, is this game re- the, the three technique game reps at Northwestern, which there weren't many, and then all the Senior Bowl stuff because he does not project to be an NFL edge player. 
Um, you know, he's going to be a 290, 295-pound three technique, and that's what he did in Mobile all week. Um, and he was voted practice player of the week by the other team's offensive linemen. You know, these guys all vote on each other. Like, that's the one thing I've changed up since I got to the Senior Bowl five years ago is that I have these guys vote on each other, the guys that lay hands on each other. You know, the DBs vote on the wideouts and the, the O-line votes on the D-line. So, you know, you look at that one week, that one exposure with a guy that's barely ever played in there, he's got length, he's got explosion, he's got rare speed, um, rare change of direction. I mean, it's just if, if, if you don't have him in the first round, how are there 31 better prospects than, than this kid? Because, again, NFL teams aren't looking about next year. Like, in two or three years, what could this guy be? And it's kind of scary what, what this kid could be in two or three years. Jim Nagy is the executive director of the Reese's Senior Bowl. Again, he is one of the best follows this time of year on social media. You can follow him on Twitter, at Jim Nagy underscore SB. Jim, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, guys, thanks for having me on. And uh, enjoy the draft. Good to talk to you, Brian. Thank you, sir. You too. Thank you for everything. We're going to run through a mock draft simulation. We're going to see how much Brian Broaddus just pounds the table for Tanner McKee uh, at 26 what? here. The Stanford quarterback that Broaddus We're is just obsessed with you guys. Get out of there. We're trading back. <laughs> we'll do that next year on this live edition of the Love of the Star podcast on 105 Through the Fan.